Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. Hi, my name is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for home business entrepreneurs that want to stop living small and start earning big and make this their breakthrough year. Join me each week to follow my journey as a full-time entrepreneur and network marketing professional into the worlds of personal branding and online marketing and learn how you can increase your income without sacrificing your lifestyle. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I'm glad you're here. It's time for you to start creating a life that you deserve. So let's begin. Welcome, everybody, to episode six of the Your Virtual Upline podcast. This is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. Welcome today. I've got a great training plan for you. Uh, with a comes with a lot of request from a Periscope that I actually did this morning. Uh, got a lot of really great feedback from it. And if you haven't had a chance to check me out on Periscope, make sure we connect there. Uh, Periscope, if you're not familiar, is a really, really exciting live video streaming app from Twitter that I actually do a daily training Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. I do a live video training, and I had so much great feedback from the message this morning. Everybody asked me, hey, can you make this into a podcast? So uh, your wish is my command. So here I am going to record the message and give it for all of you today. So here's what it is. We're going to talk about three simple but very powerful phrases that will instantly make you a better recruiter if you start to implement them in your business. Now, I know that sounds too good to be true, but it really is. So we're going to talk about recruiting today. We're going to talk about prospecting, and my goal is that I want to be able to help you generate more leads for your business. I want to help you recruit more people into your business. And I know that this could be the key. Now, if you begin to implement these three phrases that I'm going to share with you into your prospecting and recruiting efforts, I guarantee you that you will instantly start to see better results. So let's do this. Let's start out by covering some of the basics of prospecting. Now, it's critical that you understand what your role is in the process of approaching someone with your opportunity, your product, or your service. See, there are two very distinct but separate parts of the approach. Part number one is what we call the invitation. Now, that's your job. The second part is the presentation. Now, the presentation always has to be done in a separate step. And the biggest mistake that I see people making who are struggling with prospecting and recruiting is that they don't understand what I just shared with you. Here's what they do. They combine both the invitation and the presentation into the same step. Now, look, we've all been there before. We pique someone's interest regarding our opportunity, and the minute they show even the slightest bit of interest, we pounce right on top of them like a tiger, and we go into our presentation. We keep talking and talking and talking, and here's basically what we do. 
we talk them right out of being interested. We chase them away. Because here's what happens. The prospect begins to feel sold. And they also start to think this, that they wouldn't have the time or the desire to do what you're doing. Because, guys, you have to understand that, that from the moment you open your mouth to a prospect, they are evaluating what you're doing and saying and basing their decision whether they want to join your business based off of what they're seeing and hearing. It's always important to keep that in mind. So that's what happens when you combine both steps together. When you make yourself the expert, and then here's the next really big critical piece to understand. When you don't use what is referred to as a third-party tool for the presentation. So let's talk about that for a second, this concept of third-party. You must, and I underscore the word must, you must use third-party resources when you are presenting your opportunity, your products, or your services to a prospect. Now, third-party is really easy to remember. It is anything but you. It could be your website. It could be a video. It could be a three-way call with another leader in your support team. It could be some sort of a presentation tool that you're using. It might be your product. It could be a, a brochure about your service. It is anything but you. So your job is really simple here. Invite the prospect to view a third-party tool in a separate step, and then here's what that's going to do. It's going to show them that this is a simple business that anyone can do because remember, they are watching what you're doing. They're listening to what you're saying, and the more difficult you make this, the more you talk, the more you try to be the expert, the less successful you are going to be at recruiting people. So in the training today, here's what we're going to do. We're going to focus on the first part of that approach, which is the invitation. And here's what you need to know about inviting. It is the gateway skill in the network marketing profession. See, if you can master the invitation, you can literally suck at every other aspect of the business. But if you can become a great inviter, you can still be successful in this profession. Now, the reason why I say that is if you are a great inviter, if you can consistently get people in front of presentations and looking at third-party tools, you will always find people that are interested. There will always be other people that will be able to help you with the things that you're not good at, you know, those other areas. And But here's the flip side of it. If you suck at inviting you're in big trouble. It doesn't matter if you're a great presenter. It doesn't matter if you are a phenomenal trainer. If you don't have anyone to present to and you don't have anyone to train because you're not a good inviter and you can't get anybody in front of the information, then what does that matter? So my goal today is that when we're done this training, I want to make sure that you are well on your way to being able to master the invitation process. So let's talk about these three phrases that I use all of the time that have helped me over my 10-year network marketing career and mostly just in the last five years have helped me personally recruit over 500 people 
into the various network marketing companies that I've been in. So, you know, I'm not just giving you three phrases that I say, hey, these may work. I am literally using these every single day in my own business. And I'm certain that if you start to implement them into your invitations, that you will begin to see a dramatically higher percentage of people that will actually take a look at what you have to offer. And here's the simple math equation. If you can increase your exposures, now an exposure is getting somebody to look at a third-party tool. If you can increase your exposures, you will, by nature, increase your enrollments. It is simple math. So let's get into it. Here is the first phase. It may or may not be for you. Here's what's so powerful about that phrase. When I'm making an invitation to somebody and I'm saying, hey, I've got some information I want to share with you. I'm, I'm excited about a new business. I've got this product, you know, this service that I'm excited about. What, whatever it is that you're going to say to just open up that conversation. But when I use that, this phrase to them, listen, it may or may not be for you. It is so powerful and effective Because it's letting the prospect know ahead of time that it's okay if they're not interested. Now, here's why that's important. Because it's letting them know that there's not going to be any hard feelings if they tell me no. They're not going to feel pressured to buy from me when I sit down with them. And at the end of the day, here's what I realize. I'm just looking to share information with them. I'm looking to share my opportunity. I'm looking to share my products and services. I'm not trying to sell them. I'm helping them make an educated decision. So by me telling them, listen, it may or may not be for you, you are going to make them feel much more comfortable about getting together with you and taking a look. Because in the back of their mind, they know that, hey, if I don't like it, He's already telling me that that's totally fine. So that's the first phrase. It may or may not be for you. Very powerful. Here is the second phrase. Would you be open? Now, I always use these two phrases together. And it is amazing how powerful it is when I can say something like this to somebody. If I'm talking to my friend John and I say, hey, John, look. I've got this opportunity I'm really excited about. Now, at the end of the day, it may or may not be for you, but let me ask you this, John. Would you be open to simply getting together over a cup of coffee? Would you be open to jumping online and going through some information together? John, would you be open to trying the product and letting me know what you think? Now, do you see how powerful those two phrases are when you combine them? It may or may not be for you, but would you be open? You will find that a very high percentage of people will be open if you've done it exactly like I'm teaching you. Because once again, they're not feeling pressured or sold and won't have a problem taking a look. Now, if they say something like this to me, well, why don't you just you know, tell me what it's all about? Remember, your job is just to invite. You are not in the presentation stage yet. And you certainly aren't going to present the information without using a third-party tool. Now listen, guys, your 
not allowed to make this mistake anymore because I know for a fact every single one of you has or is currently making that mistake. When somebody asks you, well, what is it? You're folding like a house of cards and you're starting to give them the information. That's not your job. You're not in that step. You have to adhere to this process to the best of your ability. So here's another important tip that will also help you dramatically increase your results. Never just give the information away. So let's say John says to me, well, why don't you just give me some information? I will never just give information, a website, a video, whatever it is. I will never give something to somebody without setting up a specific time for them to take a look at it or for me to follow up with them. Now, if they give me problems at this point, so let's say that you know they're like, well, why can't you just tell me? And they, and they start pushing and pressuring. Here's what you just have to realize. That might be an indication that this is just not a prospect for you at this time. Keep in mind, guys, we're not trying to sell everyone. We're in a sorting process. But what I will do is if they continue to ask questions, I'll just reiterate my two phrases that I used earlier. I'll say, John, like I said earlier, it may or may not be for you. I'm just excited about it, and I really wanted to share it with you. I'd love to get your opinion, so let me ask you again. Would you be open to just getting together? So that's the thing, guys. You just have to have posture. You can't let your prospect run your business for you. And like I said earlier, don't just fold up like a house of cards the first time somebody asks you a question. Remember, it doesn't work. You are sorting. Now, here's another interesting thing. If you have somebody that keeps pushing you and you're getting from them, they're being a little combative or maybe even a little negative, let me teach you how to handle that person. When somebody acts like that towards you, here's all you do. You say, hey, John, you know what? On second thought, maybe it really isn't for you. So don't play into what they want to, where they want this back and forth. Just take it away from them. See, that's called posture. When you say to somebody, you know what? I don't think this is for you. Here's what's interesting. You watch how differently they react when you do say that. So this leads us into the third phrase. And here is the third phrase. If I would you. So let's say that you're at the point that for whatever reason, the prospect, you know, your friend John, John can't meet with you, you know, he's not able to schedule a specific time with you to take a look at the information. And at the end of the day, he's like, look, just can you just give me something to take a look at? So if, if that's the step and that's the point that you're at, keep in mind, I'm never going to give the information away without scheduling a time. Because here's what happens if I do. If I just give John the website, if I just text him the video, and, he, and I just say, hey, get back to me when you do look at it, I haven't created enough value, and I haven't created a sense of urgency for John to look at it. So how do you create a sense of urgency? How do you create value? Well, here's how you do it. You say, John, if I send you a short video, would you take a look at it? John, if I give you this brochure, would you look at it? If I give you a sample of my product, would you try it? If I, would you? Now, here is where most people go wrong, and 
Here's what I used to say all the time when I first started, and I didn't realize how this was literally killing me. I couldn't figure out why every single person that I was supposed to follow up with, quote unquote, would never answer when I called or texted. I couldn't figure out why, and then I learned this, and I understood. See, here's what most of you are doing. Instead of saying, if I would you, you're saying something like this. Hey, John, I'm going to give you this, and I want you to look at it. Now, listen, that's a small tweak. It's only a couple of words, but I'm here to tell you it makes a huge difference in the results that you see. See, when you say, John, I'm going to send you a video, that is you basically steamrolling your agenda onto John. You have to let John be the one that sets the agenda. So instead of saying, here's a video, simply say, John, if I sent you a video, would you look at it? And here's the key, guys. I want John to give me an answer. So when he says yes, then I say, okay, great. Now, many of you will stop there thinking, okay, good, now I have the follow-up set up, but you're wrong. There needs to be one more step, an equally important part of this. So after John says, yes, he will look at the video, here's what you say. Well, John, let me ask you this. In the next day or so, when do you think that you would have a chance to look at it? So notice what I'm doing. I'm creating urgency. I'm saying, John, in the next day or so. I'm not saying, you know, a month from now. John, in the next couple of days, when do you think you'd have a chance to take a look at it? Now, I'm asking him another question because I want John to tell me when. Now, here's what many of you are doing and here's what I used to do. You say something like this. Hey, John, I'm sending you a video. I want you to look at it tonight and I'm going to call you tomorrow. Guys, that doesn't work. That's the reason why every time you call someone to follow up with them, they're not home and they don't answer your text messages. Because once again, you are setting the follow-up on your agenda, not theirs. You have to guide the prospect, here's the key, to set the appointment themselves. So by me just saying, John, if I sent you a video, would you watch it? John says yes, and I say great. In the next couple of days, when do you think you could take a look at it? And if he tells me, you know what, I'll make time tonight, and I say, great. So if I call you tomorrow, what's a good time, John? And he says, well, I get off work at 6, and I say, great, John. So if I call you at 6, you'll definitely have watched it by then. And when John says yes, guys, that is a rock-solid, properly scheduled follow-up appointment. So here's what happens, though. I call John tomorrow at 6. It's not like I'm bothering him. I don't feel that way because all I'm doing is what he asked me to do. Call him at 6. So when I call him and he picks up, I say, hey, John, it's Bob. I just wanted to give you a call like you asked me to. Hey, by the way, did you get a chance to look at the video? Do you hear the difference there? Do you hear how much more powerful that conversation is than you setting the appointment on your terms and then calling them and then feeling like you're bothering them because they never agreed really to it in the first place? You just kind of steamrolled them over? Now, a lot of times, though, here's what happens. They don't watch the video. So here's the key. 
don't get mad at them. You know, don't say, well, what's wrong with you? You told me you're watching, you idiot. You don't say that because guess what? You're never going to recruit them. Here's what you do. You say, okay, John, I get it. Things come up. But like I mentioned earlier, this is really important to me. I definitely want you to take a look. So when do you think you'll have a chance to look at it? So I'm just going to go right back into the process because here's what I want to be, a professional. I want John to feel good about this process every step of the way. And if John tells me, you know what, I apologize, man. I'll watch it tonight at 8 o'clock. I say, great, John, I'll call you at 8.30. So I'm just moving from one step to the next. And if you do this properly, if you start to make these invitations and follow-ups the right way, you're going to have a whole bunch of people that are at different stages of this process at different times. But you just have to, at the end of the day, you have to be learn, you have to learn to be patient with people. Be okay that sometimes you're gonna need to follow up with people two, three, four times. Now, if I get to the point where I'm going through this like three times with somebody and it's just the same thing, they haven't watched it, they haven't watched it, they haven't watched it, here's what I know. It's just not the right timing for them. Because if they're not able to follow through on a simple obligation like watching a short video or trying a product or whatever it is, you know what I don't want to do is I don't want to ruin them as a prospect. I don't want them to feel like now I need them and I'm chasing and I'm pressuring them. I don't want them to feel that. So I'm going to just pull back. I might say something like this. I might say, hey, John, listen, I'm getting from you right now. This is not a good time. I mean, you seem really busy. And here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to be able to follow up with you at a future date. You know, I've got so many other people that are watching this video that I need to follow up with and that I need to work with. I just don't want to keep bothering you. So why don't we check back with each other in a couple of months? Now, look what I did there. Here's what I basically said. I told John, I don't need you because I have all these other people that are watching the video that I'm probably going to work with. So, John, you can just go be busy, do what you have to do, and I'll follow up with you in 60 days. Guys, that's called posture. It's not coming across as needy. And what you will realize sooner or later is this. There is no one person that will make or break your business other than you. You don't need people. Trust me. If you feel like you need people, you will never get them. Now let's talk about a different scenario. What if you call someone and you leave a couple of voicemails or send them a couple of text messages and they never respond to you? Now I'm sure that this has never happened to you before, okay? It has happened to me a couple of times, but let's talk about how do you handle that. So here's what we do. I'm kidding, by the way. I'm sure it happens to you all the time. So here's what you do. You call them up and say, hey, John, listen. And now this is, keep in mind, this is on the third voicemail. This is what I usually will do. I'll say, John, listen, I just want to let you know that I'm getting from you that you're not interested, and that's okay. I just want to let you know that I am not going to be contacting you again about the opportunity. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to cross you off of my list. So, hey man, no hard feelings, no big deal. Give me a call sometime, let's catch up. It was great to hear from you. Now here's what's so powerful about that. I am telling them, I am never gonna call you again about this opportunity. I am letting them off of the hook so that they don't have to feel 
like I keep chasing them about it. But when I tell them I'm going to cross you off of my list, here's what's so funny is that people will all of a sudden get back to you. Now, look, they have no idea what the list is even about or even if you have one. They just don't want to be crossed off of it. And it's just so funny that when you can do that, when you start to create like a fear of loss in people, it's a very powerful thing. And here's what you're going to find, that if the fear of loss is a far greater motivator than potential gain. So look, what I'm sharing with you right now in this training, these three phrases, these little tweaks, these are things that make big differences in the results that you see. Now, look, if you've ever played golf, you know what I mean. Now, listen, most of the time when I play golf, I hit the ball off the tee, and it usually goes in the fairway. Now, here's the problem. It is very rarely the right fairway. Now, if I make a couple of small tweaks, I mean, literally just millimeter adjustments in my swing, I see dramatically different results. The ball goes straight down the right fairway. Now, that's not often, but the point is still important. And that's how your business is. See, you are just a couple of small tweaks away from seeing dramatically different results. I mean, I'm telling you guys, far beyond anything that you have ever experienced before. Some of you are so close to a breakthrough And here's what I get excited about. Maybe this is that tweak for you. Maybe this is the thing that gets you over the hump. Maybe this is the thing that makes the difference for you in your business. So, you know, in closing, just understand this. Your job is to invite, not to present. You have to use third-party tools. And within your invitation, Just start changing the words that you're saying, changing the things that you're doing. Make those small tweaks, and what will happen is you will increase the amount of people that you actually get in front of the information, and then that's going to increase your enrollments, which will produce exponentially greater results for you in your business. And at the end of the day, like I always say, my goal as your virtual upline, I want to help you stop living small, to start earning big, and to make this your breakthrough year. Well, once again, guys, thanks for joining me today. And hey, if you haven't had a chance to do so yet, just make sure, take a minute, leave a rating and review for the podcast on iTunes if you've been liking the content Uh, It really, really would be greatly appreciated. Ratings and reviews for new podcasts are really important. So all it does is just increases the visibility so that we can build a bigger audience and get this message out to a larger group of people. And hey, if we haven't connected yet on social media, make sure you like my Facebook page, Your Virtual Upline. And then also my uh, personal training blog is now up and running. I'm putting out tons of free training every week on that. Just go to bobheilig.com. And then uh, one final thing, I've got a giveaway uh, on the website. It's an audio training. It's called The Four Mental Enemies of Success. And if you haven't had a chance to check that out yet, you definitely want to. Um, That is going to be a really impactful training for you. So thanks again, guys. I appreciate you taking the time to join me. uh, And I will see you soon on the next episode. Take care. 